Okay, right. Let's get rid of this tea. Oh yeah, right. Should we do? Okay. Should we do? Let's do. do? <laughs> let us let us do, Peter. Let, let us, us do. do. Shall we do? Let's do. Hello and welcome back to Talking About Trek, episode eight, Sam. We're on episode eight. High energy start. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty nuts. And I want to match your energy here because wow, did I not believe that this podcast will go on for eight episodes? And neither did I, I. Didn't think I'd be watching Picard at episode eight of this season. I thought I'd no. be logged off. I thought I'd be end of it. But here we a are. Lot of, a lot of unexpected things have happened. Mostly yeah. that 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 this. Well, first of all, that this podcast has gone on. But second yes. of all, that Picard was pretty. It's still. It's still pretty good. It's, it's, and it's we thought it would good. be terrible. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's, I, I, um, I did have a, a slight mishap in the week, though. I was talking to a friend about this podcast, um, and <laughs> talking, I, I was like, "Oh, talking I'm about doing... track, talking about track, <laughs> talking, talking about talking about talking about talking about talking about talking about talking about." Yeah, that's a, that's like a country song. <laughs> um, and I said, "Oh, I'm I'm doing a Star Trek podcast called Talking About Trek," and uh, they told me earlier they, they miss they told me later they misheard me and thought I said talking about Shrek. I really like the idea of us uh, <laughs> talking about a Shrek podcast. I know. So I feel like we're going to have to do like another podcast now. That's a Shrek podcast, looks like this one. Did the, how did this person react to the fact that you were doing this Star Trek podcast? Were they like, "Oh, brilliant! I'll listen to it," or were they just confused by the whole talking about Shrek thing and and not interested in engaging with you and? I mean, I, I'd say like, like if anyone tells you they're doing a podcast, there's probably an immediate fear that comes into your mind where it's like, am I going to have to listen to this podcast? I think that's the first thing I think. If someone said to me, I'm doing a podcast, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> so you, you, you made this guy, you made this person scared is what you're saying. I reckon so. I re- And they, they, they kind of like tried to, they tried to like, do you know what? Actually, the, the conversation didn't go well. Because the next thing, <laughs> the next thing they said was, "Oh yeah, I love Discovery," and I was like, "Oh." No. So oh, you know, no. we we disagree, but that you know, it's all about we can disagree agreeably as long as we all like Star Trek. That's that's all that matters. Disagree agreeably. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like from another podcast. I have I have I have stolen that from another podcast. Uh, You've stolen that from the from from the rest is politics, have you not? <laughs> I may have, I may have. Don't worry That's fine. I'm an avid, I'm an avid listener. I love. Oh, I, I, love oh, well, I, I didn't know you listened, Sam. I, 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 I can't I love, see anything I love, else they do now. So I, re- I, lo- I love the rest of politics. We went to, we went to see, went to see a live show of that. Like, so did like, I. The, wait, when, when, <laughs> when, 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 when was I that? went. La- mine was last year. Mine was last summer. Oh, okay. Mine we, was um mine was like a month ago. Okay, I can't like, believe that we haven't spoken. It's the weird thing that we haven't <laughs> spoken about at all. But we both seen a live show. Let's let's go to warp or something. Yeah, and start no, let's, let's or engage the impulse engine. Let's let's just use thrusters to navigate our way through an asteroid field back to what we're supposed to be talking about. How okay, about all right, fine, fine. Yeah, I can get on board okay. with that. I can get on board with that. Um, and uh, my my intro question for you, Sam, this week is: uh, Imagine that you're in the Star Trek world. Imagine that you work for Starfleet. Uh, okay. something that we've what's, we've we've, we've spoken my, about before what's my job pete first of all just to get me in the headspace of like you know where yeah, i am you're a mid-level engineer you're like a lieutenant in engineering and you, you're oh, working lieutenant? hard you're working hard you know you know you, you, the chief engineers on your back a lot but you you know you get you get you get stuff done all right um but you've got have, I got, a love, have I got a love interest on the ship maybe uh, or, or my what do you want your I... love interest to be called 
uh, I, I will. I don't know. Uh, I, I uh, my love interest can be uh, Rashala. 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 <laughs> okay, Rashala. Uh, Rashala works in uh, sick bay, and uh, you know they're also just you know really under the cosh from from the the doctor. Yeah. And the two okay. of you want to take a holiday. And my All question right. to you, Sam, is Riser's closed. <laughs> oh, okay, because that was what I was going to say. Was because you're going to say Riser, and I'm not, I'm not giving you that. Uh, where do you and Rashala <laughs> from Sick Bay <laughs> go on holiday? Where are you going? Uh, um, uh, it's a very niche question, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say... It's, it's, Riser, we come along ways Riser, since... We come on the way since really what's your favourite Star Trek villain? <laughs> Riser is really the only like holiday planner that they reference. Um, well, this is right. it. So you've got, okay, you've got what about, options. I've got I've got one. All right. What about um, you just need a break, Sam? You just need a break from from the from the starship, you know? Yeah. Well, well I'll get, I'm gonna go to that. Do you remember they had that um I feel like it was a Dyson sphere. And <laughs> uh and and to be honest, I and they found they found Scotty crashed on the surface, or they, yeah. they found Scotty in the transport. I was really quite interested to know what was going on there, and they never referenced that again. So this so, is a fact finding holiday. I want to I want to go there. So, <laughs> so remember, I'm a mid level engineer. I could do, probably do a lot of my career this is by true. studying this Dyson sphere and actually I, understanding what the hell is going on with it. Why I the like hell? I feel like you're not you're not switching off here, Sam. I feel like Rashala's <laughs> Rashala's going to be really upset when you turn up to the Dyson sphere holiday. <laughs> no, we probably that we can't get into, and we're definitely going to get stuck inside, and we're yeah. definitely going to end up. And we, she, she's going to be pissed off. She, yeah, but, yeah. Rashala's yeah, upset. Prob- Probably, but she, she's at least in she's at least in uh, Sick Bay. So she's at least a doctor, so she can That's help true. me when when we when we when you when get we, stuck in the Dyson sphere. When we get stuck in the Dyson sphere. <laughs> Don't know how this tracks, but listen, it's not a great it's not a great holiday destination. But you said Riser's shut for some reason, so I don't know where else we can yeah, go. Yeah, it's it's booked up. Riser's booked up. You know, everyone's going to Riser. Um, All right, where are you? Where are you going? <laughs> I thought that you'd say something quite normal, Sam, but Dyson sphere. <laughs> all right <laughs> i was so my my mind went to bejor i go to bejor is a lovely place you know they got they got waterfalls yeah. they got greenery when they've got the occasional uh civil wrath, war. Wrath, the, wrath the, the occasional invasion from cardassians yeah but just, you know yeah. get, you know get lucky you know you know how often do they get invaded once every 50 years it'll be all right you know it oh, won't be a... i've got a better sorry i've got a better answer i've got all a much right. better answer go i on. want to go to the planet where in insurrection <laughs> where you are like young oh. <laughs> where it like heals you oh yeah oh that's a good shout you'd, yeah, you'd yeah, be yeah. like so you'd be like feel really good on holiday Oh, I've 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 got another I've got another one on the same note. I want to okay. go to the, I want to go to the Pike Planet. I want to go to the um in the pilot where they go where you can imagine the aliens like go into your brain and give you everything you want. I want to go oh. to that place and like Pike becomes young and he like imagines his like his young love. Um, oh, and he yeah. ends remember he ends up there at the end as well. Yeah. What is that place called? Talos Four Talos. Talos. I mean, I mean, I don't remember what number. <laughs> Which Talos was it, Sam? <laughs> that's, a, that's a level of Star Trek knowledge that again I haven't got to. Um, but that would be that would be a bit dangerous. And if you really yeah. think about it, if you really think about it, you could come back quite psychologically scarred by yeah. accidentally imagining the wrong thing. But so, I guess, like, if my options are that on a Dyson sphere, <laughs> no, no, your options are that a Dyson sphere 
or the planet which makes you young and healthy forever. Yeah, I suppose. Planet which makes you young and healthy forever is the is the way forward. I, I might think. just go have a drink on Metalis Prime instead. I might just oh, go find Metalis Prime. You could yeah. you could go to that nice wholesome bar run yeah. by that family man. He's run by such a lovely guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What, Ra- what run by Rafi's husband. Is Rafi's husband right? Yeah. 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 Ex husband. Yeah. Yeah. Ex husband. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, cool. I mean, there's a there's a there's a plethora of options there. <laughs> yep. Uh, maybe and do we and we yeah. invite. I assume we invite the listener of this podcast to imagine where you would go on your Star Trek. Yes, uh, listener, where where would you go on your Star Trek holiday when Riser <laughs> is shot and you have a you have a disgruntled partner in sick bay that you need to Rishala. take Okay, so yeah, listener, where would you take your Rishala? <laughs> uh, making this enterprise go to a higher warp factor <laughs> great great metaphor thank you so just, much just really really well well done there. i've really learned from earlier yeah. um how are you feeling this week after episode eight sam what's how are you feeling how's it shaken out well at the end of the previous episode yes uh i believe vadic said we were going to find finally find out who drag crusher <laughs> was and at the end of this episode I can't help but feel that yeah. we are no closer to the answer. Yeah. I'm a little bit annoyed by that. Yeah. But it was a good episode. And yeah. I did I did enjoy it. But you know, we have like two episodes left and we still don't know an absurd amount about what is going on. And it's, I'm getting yeah. very concerned that we'll never find out what's going on with the transport <laughs> rift to the Borg Squad. <laughs> I think that's a that's a that's a pipe dream, Sam, for a start. No, that's no, a, I've got I've got conspiracy definitely theories dream. about I've got conspiracy theories about this, but we'll oh, come on no. to those. But like I, I I think it's a bit crazy that we there's like possibly unless they do them sort of much longer episodes, like episode eight and episode nine and ten are yeah. much longer. Then then there's two hours to resolve a heck of a lot of stuff. We've got a two hour. We've got. I think we've got a two hour action, um, like two parter coming on. I reckon. I reckon it's going to be all frontier day now. Um, but it, this episode was like, it was like hold music, wasn't it? It was like nice hold music. It was like you're on the you're on the you're on the phone, but it's 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 pleasant. Yeah, you know, you're waiting. You're waiting to get served. It was. It was. It was okay. It was a bit. It was a bit uneven. It had definitely had bad bits, but it was in general. Yeah. I will say, it's. It's still good when you look yeah. at Picard as an overall series. It's only bad, only a little bit worse, maybe not as yeah. good as in the context of well, season three, which was good. And I yeah, still enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, we'll come on to it. But I, I, I thought it was, I was, I was, I quite liked it. But um, yeah, yeah. like you say, our concern was that we wouldn't find out who Jack Rusher is. And we didn't. So we didn't. No, um, and also we had concern about Riker and Troy. And we'll get to it. But like, I think it was, it was up and down. <laughs> but it, it wasn't, generally, it didn't derail the episode. No, I, think that's the I was. I was kind of happy with it, yeah. which is weird because that was yeah. one of my. That was one of my. So we're, we're feeling what? we're feeling generally okay with that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly, exactly. Um, so let's 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 get into the episode. Let's get into into the into the the to and fro of surrender episode eight. Um, and I've just got to say, Sam, I've got to start start out with this. I love the opening shot of this. They're getting a bit fancy with their directing, and I loved. Yeah. Um, the opening shot being Vadic in the captain's chair, looking out of like the, the like the sunroof of the bridge, like smoking and looking at herself, and like yeah. I, I meant slowly coming back. I thought that was lovely. What it was a way to start the episode. It was good, and, yeah. and I feel like all of the times we've been doing last like three or four episodes, they've all been really good openings. Yeah, they've yeah, all yeah. been really quite like cinematic and and cool. So yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. It's it's definitely adding a bit of like extra flair to it, and we also have. Uh, so we have the bridge crew kind of standing there in a line, just kind of waiting to kind of either be killed or to do whatever Vatic wants to do. And then we have our main characters, most of them around the ship, uh, some in sick bay, some in engineering, 
Jack Crusher is in, is in engineering. He's still having visions. He he imagines that he's a uh, one of the ensigns outside, and he tries to like go and go to the bridge of the ensign, but doesn't make it. Um, and I think at this point we can just basically say, Sam, that Jack as a superhero, he's actually Jon Snow. He's actually just he can just walk into people. Okay, he's just, he's just a walk, right? I'm still getting more <laughs> of a Professor X vibe from okay. him, like in in the sense that he can seem to control people. And but but what walking is a is a is a good comparison as well. He's like, I, I, yeah, so go for it. Well, I was just gonna say, I, I have to say, I, I I was a bit skeptical of Vadik when uh, when the whole season started in the sense that she just seemed wildly over the top. But yeah, I think going on going on with it, I th- I, I can yeah, I can really get behind Vadik, and that's gonna be yeah. one of my. Well, well, we'll come on to it, but I really have enjoyed how over the top she is. How yeah. that has kind of been built up, the fact that she's possibly insane a little bit based on the torture that we found out in the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. Generally, all scenes with with Vatican I found pretty compelling. They've trod the line well, haven't they? They've trod the line between her being like a campy kind of villain that is is kind of very original series, and then they've actually managed to bring her in and kind of explain away her eccentricities with yeah. Her. Yeah, with her kind of past. It's really good. Yeah. I, I think she's. Yeah. I think she's a good villain. I, I'm happy with how she's carried through. Um, good. And uh, Jack Crusher. Uh, obviously, she's after Jack Crusher. He is now very good at those powers, Sam. He's now just like immediately very good. Right? He's he's immediately very good at them. He's barely used them, and now he can use them sort of almost at will. And uh, he couldn't. And I don't. No again, maybe sequence. maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna like explain this at some point over the next few episodes as to how. He, He's gone from having no ability all of his life to suddenly <laughs> over about a day. I think this is about a day or two in in real time. Yeah, it's like a week. Being maybe. able to just do this, so yeah. that's a bit strange. And again, I'm concerned because we've only got two episodes left. We still yeah. don't understand how he's able to do that. Yeah. So that's a bit strange. That is a bit. It's a bit much, isn't it? Um, it's very kind of Marvel that he's just suddenly really good, and that's concerning. <laughs> if ever Star Trek re- resembles Marvel, I get really worried. I it's just. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, so obviously we have him just kind of in there, just having some visions. But on the bridge, uh, we've got a lot of a lot of ag. We've got Shaw and Seven having a little chat. Shaw saying that Seven should have blown the turbo lift when he was in it with Vadik. And I was like, did did Shaw, did Seven even know that like Vadik was coming I, up? Did, did did was that a thing? I don't know how she would have known because he yeah. said he like like she said to him in the last episode, like you know, take get up here or take the bridge or something like that he started walking and they just got thrown to the turbo lift how yeah, could she yeah. have known that but maybe yeah. may, if she if she did know um it still seems a bit unreasonable to kill him uh on <laughs> yeah, that exactly. basis but, but like, again like to, to like to like admonish her for not doing it as well yeah, like in that but, split second but but I, do you know what was was i again i just was like oh yeah sure love it oh, you yeah. know every and and i did think that whilst it was a little bit harsh to have a go at her i can kind of it felt believable in the way, at least in the way you were saying it, that like you shouldn't have let her take the bridge. You know, you shouldn't yeah. have let her get up here. If you did have the choice, even if to kill me, you should have done it because we could all be absolutely screwed now. Yeah, yeah. And and I, they try and set Seven up as like a bit of a redemption arc on that fact for the episode. I thought yeah. that was a bit of a weak foundation for it, but whatever. Um, yeah. On Shore as well, I've got to say, I read a really good article this week, Sam, on Shore. Um, okay. I I I I can't remember where it was, so I can't credit whoever it was. Um, <laughs> but it was basically, and you, I don't know if you're going to get this reference, but in The Simpsons, there's a character called Frank Grimes. And yeah. Frank. Yeah. You remember Frank Grimes? 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Frank, so Frank that Shaw is the Frank Grimes of Star Trek because he <laughs> just like hates main characters of plot armor. He's like actually not like a bad guy. He like because he's made out to be like a bit of a villain from the, the main character's point of view, but he's actually not. He's actually just a reasonable person who gets pissed off at the all the main characters just fucking around it stupidly, right? Yeah. And I just love that comparison. He's like the Frank <laughs> Grimes. He's so he's like a grumpy kid. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, I, 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 really good article. Frank Grimes. I feel like he gets his outro is he's like when he goes nuts and he's like, I can do whatever because I'm Homer Simpson. And then he <laughs> yeah. grabs he grabs the electrical, like the live electrical wires and electrocutes himself. Yeah, exactly. So that's what Shaw's going to do in episode 10. He's going to say, I'm Jean-Luc Picard. I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> so for listeners, uh, in The Simpsons, there's a character called Frank Grimes who works where Homer works. And um, basically, he's like a normal guy. At- <clears throat> and like Homer kind of keeps on getting in his way and keeps on messing up his life. And uh, he really hates Homer. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, he just kind of loses his mind because Homer keeps on getting away with everything. Kind of similar to how Shaw hates Picard and Riker for being these heroes when really they've just kind of done loads of weird and over the top stuff in their careers. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, a li- little, little catch up That's there. If you didn't know. But um, uh, back to the episode. And we've got one, one thing that did really annoy me, actually, was this is supposed to be a, a skeleton crew, right? But we've got, like, suddenly loads of ensigns running around the ship getting killed by these, by the Burskull aliens. Like, just like, loads of random people getting, like, shot and stuff. Yeah. Um, when it was supposed to just be the bridge crew. So they've just added, added those in, um, which is a bit kind of out of nowhere. But hey. I thought it was quite, I thought it was quite dark, actually, you know, when they... Yeah. When they're, they're all like running door. and they get shut the door. They're all yeah. shut the door and they all kind of shut the door. And, and Vanek's like, saying oh. like, take their eyes, take their ears and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it actually, it was the way you just spoke into the microphone there. That's how it sounded a little bit. Like, <laughs> it's like a little bit like a snake talking to you. Take their eyes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was shut a bit, their way, their that, that was actually a bit, that was a bit overdone, to be fair. It um, was a little bit, yeah. It was like, it kind of reminded me of Bellatrix is Strange from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. In fact... Vanek and Bellatrix of Strange have quite a lot of similarities now yeah. that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. That. And Jack Crush is a bit Harry Potter. So does, that, does, does, has Vanek ba- is Vanek's character possibly based on Bellatrix of Strange quite heavily? <laughs> next next week, I'm going to read that article somewhere online. <laughs> Vanek is the Bellatrix of Strange of, of Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, she is just up there. She's, you know, she's being very dramatic. And she said to the said to the ship, "I'm going to start killing one person every ten minutes up here, unless Jack Crusher comes to the bridge." Um, and they, okay, so they've taken over the ship. They know where Jack Crusher is, probably. You know, he's in mm. one of the main bits. Mm. Just go get him. Why? why? Yeah. <laughs> just just, and just they, go and find him. And they have control over literally the whole ship. Yeah. So I was like, why wouldn't they just? I don't know. Turn off or like, why wouldn't they just turn off life support or something? Yeah, exactly. Uh, make like pa- make them all pass out and then go and get him. And we'll just or, beam or, everyone to the bridge. There's, <laughs> the there's so field. many ways if you if you had control of the of the ship to just do this other yeah. than. Yeah, but also like that you can actually. Way. I mean, pretty sure that you can identify individuals now with the sensors. So you could probably just find him and go. And or if him. they're looking for the aerobotic syndrome, they could just scan for that. And then there's there's so many there's so many ways that yeah. they could do this, yeah. and, and it feels like the most difficult way is to execute someone <laughs> every, every ten minutes, minutes on the bridge and, and make him come up <laughs> and make him come up. That was so funny. I, I, I was we're... like, okay, fine. But, you know, yeah. this is the classic setup. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, but we, Jack, of course, just wants to go to the bridge again. He wants to sacrifice himself again. I don't. How, so, yeah. do you know what? I kind of felt in this episode, generally, Jack's Jack Crusher's character, I don't really, 
I don't really understand him that well as a character in the right. sense that I, I don't really know what he's going to do in like any where he's given, going in any given moment. Like, yeah. I don't know whether he's going to sacrifice himself, whether he's going to like be a bit of a dick and be his sort of smuggler persona and, you know, try and push people away, whether he's going to open up. It's all a little bit. There was no character work on him at all. This episode. I don't yeah. Think. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, and, and I guess like after last episode with where he was like kind of having a bit of a thing with the forge, and that was a bit of a, a thing, like that was a bit of character development, and then they've gone back to no, you're just a weird kind of robot thing that needs to be activated. So yeah. that's your yeah. thing now. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I think it, I think it is a bit all over the place with that. Um, they clearly like want to make him a character. They clearly want to do stuff with him, but and they and it's also part of a problem of, of them dragging out the storyline of we don't know what he is for too long. I feel like yeah. if they if they've revealed that much earlier then we could have like got past it or like kind of used it to extrapolate more from his character. Instead of it just every episode, it's people kind of like Jack Crusher, but he keeps on having weird visions and you might be dangerous. And that's been the same for eight episodes. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And I might just be getting a little bit tired. Of, oh yeah. There's, there's, there's fatigue of not knowing of Jack Crusher having the same questions over and over and over and over again yeah. and us not finding out what's going on. And that that's getting a little bit that's getting a touch annoying now. It is, like, yeah. Um, and this was this was the great thing about old Star Trek when it was episodic was you never had these dragged out storylines. <laughs> you would just know by the end of the episode. Yeah, right? it would be max you know, two episodes. You'd find yeah. out what was going on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So he's you know he wants to use his powers for good. He's using his his uh, his newly honed powers for good, but he's not allowed. What did you think of their reasoning of like, don't go to the bridge because they'll just kill everyone anyway? Did you? Yeah, think yeah I thought that was probably reasonable. I, yeah. I didn't think it made any sense. Obviously, we're going to kill everyone, and why? I mean, Vadik doesn't obviously doesn't care about any of the crew. Why wouldn't she kill kill everyone? So yeah, I think that makes sense to not um yeah. not do that. And so that he then just goes, okay, okay, jigs up, right? I've got these weird superpowers. I reckon I can just possess someone, and then we could enter the Picard codes to overtake the bridge. And so they yeah. try it. <laughs> it's, I really like the guy just really slowly reaching to the panel while she was looking the other way. <laughs> just... <laughs> and then like seven of nine just really obviously staring at him as well. Like seven yeah. of nine just like, what are you doing? Like, come on. Um, she doesn't help. And yeah. he got so close though. Know, he was he, the, all he had to do was again. press he just had to press the exact or something. <laughs> and and it was done. Yeah. Equivalent of typing your password and then getting it right, but just just as you're about to press enter. There's a security. Oh, yeah. Like you got you gotta go check your email to do a, a two-step security code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then he didn't manage it, so that was a shame. Um <laughs> And, and so yeah, well, Vadic, they're good. yeah, they were in that plot device. Exactly. And then Vadic goes, right, that's it. I'm going to go and kill someone. And uh, this is where her, her, her dramatise kind of worked, where she did the whole two people on the floor, you know, get, you know, they're all like, they think they're going to be one of the people to get killed. And then she just randomly kills. Um, well, I, wrote, I wrote down name out of respect. Ensign to Bin. Ensign to Bin, I think it was. Uh, you you have respected vaporized. you have respected ensign to, to ensign ensign to bin is you it? have you have disrespected them you you have, I I had I disrespected her I didn't even mark her but you have given her the honor of, exactly. a, of a meaningful death in this podcast um and did anyone mention them again for the rest of the episode no uh, no she just no died and that was it they're all pretty they they did they are uh, literally immediately afterwards they were all they're all pretty like yeah cool we got <laughs> yeah that. They, yeah she just executed someone don't worry about it it's basically what they said <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a main character it's fine yeah, but, don't worry yeah, all the people who have plus armor are still alive she was someone's rishala okay exactly. <laughs> She was looking forward to her so, holiday to the Dyson Sphere. She, she was someone's Rashara, and they're never going to see her again. Yeah, and 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 whoever they were, they were they were someone to something. Everyone yeah. is someone's Rashala, right? I think yeah, that's what yeah. we've learned. And yes. 
you know, this Rashala is gone forever and no one cares. No, that's really say? sad. It's really sad. <laughs> that's a pretty sad way of looking at it. Um, and I, I am glad, though, that these bit, bit part characters who were just on the bridge just got a little bit, a couple of lines, because they have just been kind of around with yeah. like seven captains in the way of them being able to say anything. So I'm, I'm yeah. happy that that's happened. Yeah. It didn't, um, the, the whole, the whole, I don't know whether we're calling it wagging or using Professor X <laughs> using his powers, either, either way, Jack Crusher kind of possessing people. Yeah. It does feel like he could, you know, he tried it once, you know, he tried to input the codes into this, you know, this machine. It didn't work. But I was like, it does feel like he didn't really, he could have tried another person or yeah. someone with a gun on the bridge. I don't know whether yeah. he can possess what I'm assuming are the, um, the, 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 the bad guys from Deep Yeah, he, he seems to only be able to possess Starfleet people. Right. Maybe he can only possess humans. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but 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 they anyway. They, but is it, it is also in this? Um, it is also in this scene where she Vadic realizes that Jack Crusher is possessing this particular guy. Yes, and, she, and, she, um, and she knows. Yeah, yeah. And she says to him, "You know, I want what you can do, like yeah. all your powers or something yeah, along yeah. those lines." I think that's at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. so we kind of get a bit of an idea of that's what she's. You know she's after yeah and and i mean obviously it doesn't work uh so you know picard and everyone else are like okay well we need some some ways of overriding the system a different way and they realize that the only way they can do it quick enough is if they use data so they they go off to engineering um and uh geordie is like well it's going to take me a little while to you know to sort this out so uh, drag crusher is now apparently completely fine to go to the bridge in a massive u-turn uh, and goes off to the bridge with what is basically a Star Wars thermal detonator and goes, hi, Vadic, I've got a bomb. I'm going to blow that, myself up if you do anything. That, that was ridiculous because because he <laughs> he was just like, they were all like, don't go to the bridge, don't go to the bridge. And they have the whole thing about him not going to the bridge. Yeah. And they're like, we need time. And he's like, I, I don't know what I'll do. I'll go to the bridge. <laughs> and then he runs to the bridge. <laughs> I mean, yes, he has a plan. But, uh, but, no, but his, plan is, his plan is very his, his plan is very Picard from season one and two of this show, which is go with some kind of weapon and just do might blow yourself up. And then that's the plan. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, it, and and also, they, he doesn't explain his plan. He just runs off. He's just yeah. like, yep, I, I got you covered. I'm going to go to the bridge. <laughs> Okay, bye, Jack. <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't, don't explain. Just, just run off. Um, and so he managed, but he does manage to get Baddock to get everyone else to leave. Seven is like, no, I'm going to stay. I'm going to be part of this situation because it's my fault that Baddock's still alive because I could have blown up the turbo lift that had Shaw in it. And I just think that's right. a really weak little thread. I, I was just a bit like, all right, okay, um, not sure yeah. about that at all, yeah. really. Um, but you know, so we have this little setup of. Uh, the seven and Jack and Vadic on the bridge now, and uh, this is this was my conspiracy theory, and this is a half conspiracy theory, Sam, because uh, it changes later. But at this point in the episode, my conspiracy theory is this is so reminiscent what how Vadic is talking to Jack Crusher about she can open the door for him, she can uh, make things clear and make him understand how this all works. The idea of having no voices for a long time, then all loads of voices at once. This all sounds like he's a changeling. It all sounds mm. like that because yeah. it's so reminiscent of um, the female changing leader from DS9 and Odo. They had the exact same conversation in, in, in DS9. Um, and so, yeah, at this point, I'm like, oh, Jack's definitely a changeling for sure. I and mean, he just doesn't. Yeah. Really. Um, I, that I changes felt that later, too. Yeah. I, felt, I felt that too. When, when we were watching it, I was like, this feels very much like the Great Link stuff. You know, and, and I, you know, I think they even referenced that later. Like, yeah, but it felt it felt like they were basically saying in that in that point that it, it, you know it, it, 
your your changeling but it almost to me it almost feels i mean they like you say they you're saying this is a half conspiracy theory because it, it sort of seems I'll like they it, yeah. sort of seems like they decide to actually address this uh, uh, halfway yeah. through the episode because it sounds so much like he is a changeling yeah 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 and then they're they like, sort we, of, we need to throw them off a bit right we need to we need to yeah, right, yeah but it's almost like then they kind of row back on it in a, in a bit but yeah, this this point, I agree with you. I thought he's a changing. Yeah, at this point, yeah, I'm just like, that's it. Okay, cool. And I, I was okay with that at this point, but that is not what happens at all. Over in engineering, they're trying to set up data. They're trying to get data to work so that he can override the ship. Um, and I love when Picard, <laughs> we're talking about my favorite in-joke of the, se- of the season, <laughs> uh, Picard arriving and Geordie going, what did you get me for my birthday six years ago? <laughs> and Picard's like, Chateau Picard, and you, you hated it. <laughs> Basically, yeah, he's like, you your, hated your, it. Your, your, wine, your wine taste was pedestrian at best, so you thought it yeah. wasn't that great. Yeah. I, I love this running joke of how much they all hate Picard's <laughs> wine. It lands every time for me. I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're all there in engineering with Data and Geordie. And Geordie realizes that for, for them to kind of wake Data up and use him, they have to take down the partitions in this android's brain between Data and Law. So they're going to have to blend or let basically let them fight in the mind and hope Data wins, essentially. Um, yeah. And they obviously, they do that. And we get this kind of dream sequence, white space, very Star Trek, this having characters in a white space and having a, a conversation and having like a, a metaphorical battle is so, so Star Trek. It um, was. And what did what did you think of this scene, Sam? What, what did you think? Of uh, well, I felt like it was a bit predictable, and to be honest, <laughs> I just kind of wanted it to be over a little bit because I was like, well, they're not going to kill Data, are they? So <laughs> Data is going to win, and it felt a bit predictable that he was going to use his kind of love and memories of the other characters to win, um, yeah. and he did. And he did do that, and it yeah. also felt a little bit. It felt because he, he sort of wins by giving all of his memories to Law, yeah. and then Law is then Data, or uh, or at least part of him is kind of Data. And sounds like they're something a little bit different. But again, that was very predictable. That was going to happen. Yeah, so, I, I definitely, I definitely, you're right. I definitely saw it coming. Obviously, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, you know, it's it's very obvious that you know you've got Law kind of going through all of Data's favorite possessions and deleting them, basically. Yeah. And Data kind of like fa- <laughs> apparently later was uh, what we learned later he was feigning shock. He was like, oh, not spot. <laughs> well, actually, exactly <laughs> what was happening. Um, but I, I quite liked this. I think like. I, 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 even though it was predictable, I kind of enjoyed uh, the little bit of a, the back and forth between the two characters. Again, Brent Spiner being amazing. I love that like they had the four different memories um, of his Sherlock Holmes cap, Tasha Yar, uh, the poker cards, which represented him hanging out with the crew and Spot. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, is that in order of importance? Is like Tasha Yar below poker? In the, like, what, what is this? What is this order here? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. Um, and I guess like I I I would love Tashi to come back or for the actor the actor to come back, but um, Denise Crosby. But like I don't think it's going to happen. Like, how can you uh, do that? It doesn't it? Wouldn't really make, <laughs> it make sense. No Cause, sense cause she cause the only way she could come back would be if she looked like she looked like she'd have to be de-aged basically. Yes. She, yeah. But I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen, which is a shame because unless her happen. didn't she have like a Romulan clone? Uh, she like did have sister? a Ro- she did have a Romulan <laughs> clone. No, she had a Romulan daughter. Yeah, that was it. From yeah, she had a Romulan daughter um, who looked exactly, suspiciously, exactly like her. Um, <laughs> but but I also I did like you. I did enjoy this scene in the sense that again, I feel like I'm being 
baited into oh. you know just using Look at all of these star trek things that you used using, to like. exactly using all these <laughs> star trek references that i i enjoyed but i did enjoy them like yeah. and i did enjoy Seb Singer. and like you say brent spiner well i didn't love the setup but um i liked i think brent spiner's a great actor just like watching so, him yeah, yeah. um and like yeah exactly and uh, so in the end data tricks him the memories actually take um, take over law data is in control of the body um, and that actually, uh, there's a nice little setup earlier where they're like, can't Data just kill Law? And they're like, well, no, because his programming stops him taking your life. <clears throat> Which, uh, you know, I, I'll have to check back the TNG tape to see if he ever phases someone, because I'm sure he does. I think um, he does. Uh, but, you know, so, you know, this way he hasn't taken Law's life. He's just blended it with his own. He's, you know, he's assimilated him, basically. <laughs> um, and I, my highlight, Sam, actually, was this episode was probably when... Data says goodbye, brother, but then Law also says goodbye, brother. There's like an actual recognition that uh, Data does mean something to Law. It was like a really nice end to Law's character. Um, yeah. Him like being like, oh my God, I actually do care about these things. He's right. And like, so I thought that was really nice. I thought did really they... nice little narrative thing. Yeah, that was nice. And did that, was that like a callback? Did, has he said goodbye, brother, before in a more sort of evil way? Because I sort of vaguely remember yeah. in the Law stories, maybe maybe that's sort of a bit of a callback from some of those episodes. But I, I think haven't he has. I, I have like, a, I have like a, a really vague memory of Law, like Data being um, like deactivated, and Law like talking to him and saying, like calling, saying goodbye, brother, to him or something. Yeah. I haven't watched Law episodes in a while, but I'm, yeah, I, I think you're probably right. But, yeah. Um, no, it's a nice little bit, but yeah. So we we obviously get to the necessary point of data. He's a, he's alive, you know. He's back. He says he's the the, the pissed off like operating system, and he starts uh, taking control of the ship. And so we're at this point where you know the tables have turned. Um, but Sam, this whole time that we've been going through this this uh, this this to and fro on Titan, the Shrike. The strike. There's things have been going on at the strike. Or is like... not, well, to, to be honest, not much has been <laughs> happening on the strike, actually, because when, when we cut to it, we, we cut to a scene of, you know, Riker and Troy just hanging, um, out. Just hanging out. But again, they are just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they're not, not really in. Are they in, even in a cell? They're just I kind of like sitting down what... somewhere. I can't tell whether they're in a cell. I guess they're in a cell. It doesn't really look like they're being guarded or <laughs> they, they're kind of just hanging out, really, just having a chat. They put together. They, did, yeah. they decided not to separate them, which yeah. is nice. I'm, I'm, I'm calling it the Shriker, by the way. It's now the Shriker. The, the Shriker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, the you also you called it. You said that they were going. How many times we were going to hear Mzadi? I can't. Funny enough, they actually they made that reference. They did. <laughs> they were like, yeah. They were like, this is annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but they only said it twice. They only said it twice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love that they did say that. Like, oh yeah, no, this is a bit of a strange thing that we do, and we just kind of yeah. randomly brought it back for no reason. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I thought this scene was like it was okay. Like it, it, it didn't like it. It wasn't as irritating as I was expecting. It felt a bit rushed. <clears throat> they kind of just you know um, resolved the whole Riker Troy storyline and upset very quickly. Um, yeah, what did you think of it? Well, I agree with you that in retrospect it felt rushed because apparently they have had years of trauma and pain and exactly you know the, the sort of single conversation seems to go a long way towards healing it but and i was i was honestly dreading this whole any kind of Riker troy moment because <laughs> i think troy has been really all of her scenes have been really bad up to yeah, now they've but not managed she, she well. was, but but like actually it was it was good i thought yeah, it, it i thought it worked quite well yeah and it was interesting to have for them to have a bit of a conversation about 
you know, their marriage and and how this death of their son affected them. I think it was a bit was a bit quick, but yeah. I guess they don't have. They, I mean, they have they don't have they don't have very much time anymore, and that's their own fault for deciding to deal with this in like <laughs> episode eight of season three <laughs> rather than any other time. And that's what kind of pissed me off about this was I yeah. feel like there's probably quite a lot of rich material here. Oh, and yeah. again, to come back to what I think really works about what what works about this episode and this season in general, watching our kind of characters you remember have interesting discussions, work together, generally having a bit of development. Oh yes. So why do we have to wait until episode eight of season three for this? Like, <laughs> why all sit around the have... table? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Why why couldn't we have seen I know. any of this in other seasons? So I did like it. I just if, if I agree with you, it was a bit rushed. It um, feels like it's it's bit it, it should have been a priority and it wasn't. Um, it's un, it's unnecessarily rushed because they decided yes. not to get to it till now. And but also, yeah. you know that this, if this was TNG, this because TNG had like twenty six episode seasons. This would have been a whole episode where Troy and Riker were crashed on a planet somewhere, and they have to like fight off like one like hunter baddie, and then they while they're doing that, they slowly fall back in love. That would have been yeah. like the TNG setup, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It would yeah. have been an hour of this. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe maybe it's actually a saving grace. <laughs> like, maybe maybe it really only has legs for one conversation. You're right, rather than yeah. 45 minutes. Exactly. We didn't. Yeah. So maybe this is the better way. Of but they, they do agree. They do agree that they hate that house that we well, saw in yeah. season season one. I think they're like they're like country yeah. house. They like we hate our house. Let's move back to the city. I miss. I, and this this actually annoyed me. I miss Ractagino coffee. It's like you have a replicator. Just yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go to that one coffee shop in a really nice bit of San Francisco. Like yeah. you have a replicator, so yeah. you can get that coffee wherever you are. I imagine though that like if we were there, maybe we would be really hipster as well. In the same way that I can make coffee in my house, but I still go out and buy a coffee shop. Maybe maybe I, I would be well. maybe I would be one of those hipstery people that's like. No, actually, replicated coffee doesn't taste as good as real coffee, you know? Yeah, that, there's like slight notes that are different. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can't actually register it. But like, it's, it yeah. it's notes. It's like it's like how, um, you know, Picard doesn't like replicated wine, that kind of thing. Like yeah. maybe, maybe, they, like, maybe they're like oh, that. They definitely exist, don't they? Yeah. And they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just all about the process of making it, you know? It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a real thing that gets to me. Exactly. Um, I, go out for, I go out for local coffees all the time, so I can't really talk. Um, yeah. They, although I think it was quite funny that they did actually finally reference Kestra, their other, their other child. You who is forget alive. they have another kid, right? <laughs> yeah, who's apparently must just be hanging out at home right now. <laughs> How old is Ke- How old is Kestra? Isn't Kestra's she, is like she, 10, their daughter. Yeah, their yeah. Daughter. They're like really into hunting be, and stuff. They don't seem to be that concerned about the fact that Troy's been kidnapped. No. Um, yeah, what's oh, but they do, they do, because they don't even reference what's happened to her because they said that they came to her house yeah. as Riker. Yeah. And that's how they tricked Troy into but Troy knew. So I Troy maybe, knew immediately. maybe Troy just kind of went to like protect Kestra. Kestra. She was like, just stay here, and then like wow. I'm gonna go deal with this. I, and that's not how my head cannons dealt with it, but yeah, fair it enough. wasn't explained. It. As, as, <laughs> I, I, I think we can assume that Kestra's okay. Well, maybe um, maybe that maybe if they move back to the city, that'll be an Airbnb, and uh, you know, Rashala and I can go and stay at my country. Rashala's mine. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Hey, you're you're dating Rashala. I've got my own Rashala. <laughs> oh, you got your own Rashala. Okay, that's good. As long as they just got the same name, I'll be pretty devastated if I find out. <laughs> You're dead, Rashala. There's so many Rashalas. Um, yeah, so, you know, they, they kind of have that little kind of bit. And then one of the bird score aliens just randomly comes in and tries to attack them for no reason. And it makes no sense. But this is basically just a setup for Worf to, again, kill someone from behind and then be like, I am here, which is, yeah. you know, 
I don't and then, understand and just how. Like, Worf. <laughs> I don't understand how Worf is there. I don't understand how Worf or Raffi are there, like at all. Yeah. Also, completely <laughs> forgot that Raffi existed until she came back on screen. I was like, oh yeah. It didn't. Um, it didn't yeah. really make sense to me. They obviously left to go and find Riker and Troy, and yeah. they found them. Well, well, found Riker, I suppose. Yeah. And, and Troy, they didn't know they were going to find, but it, yeah. it, it's sort of a little bit, a little bit easy that they just showed up. But, but to be honest, I was okay with that because I do not want a Wharf Raffi side side quest hunt to to fight no. to track down where they were. So I exactly. was like, this is a bit easy, but. I'm fine. Actually, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, no Sneeds this time. We don't need Sneed yeah. again. Yeah. Um, I love that uh, Troy hugged him and Worf said, one's personal space is all right. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. And I, I'm loving this kind of millennial TikTok Worf, this kind of like, oh, just uh, leave me alone. Self-actualized. Kind of... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's exactly what he is. And, and it's, it's good. It's pretty good. It's but very, very good. Th- yeah, there yeah. was that whole bit as well when they met um, when they, when they sort of met each other, where he was sort of saying to Troy that, you know, you're sort of flirting with her a bit, kind of coming onto her <laughs> right in front of Riker. Which... I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what that was about. I guess it's because he's like, he's had like a kind of a self-actualization awakening. And he's like, yeah. I really want to talk to Troy about this. Like, I really want to yeah. have a counselor. Maybe that's what he meant. Like, well, I, I but, kind of yeah. took it to be like, I kind of took it to be like, he's reflecting on their relationship when they were together. <laughs> Watch your back. He, he could have, yeah, he could have been like different or something, but this did send me down a the Troy. You've written Wolf. you've written some some bullet points here. Sam. I've written intrigued. some bullet points. I have written some bullet points here because it sent me down this kind of Troy uh, Wolf track where Go I was it. just trying to remember. Take me on a journey. What what was even going on with that relationship? Because it is one of the weirdest relationships oh, ever. So and it doesn't make any sense. Nearly and, as weird but, as Seven Nine and Chicote. It's one. It's up it, there. And it was it was kind of. It, it is up there with Seven Nine Chicote. Like it feels really unearned and undeveloped. Yeah. And I was like, I guess there's kind of a realism to it in the sense that if you were on the Enterprise and you were single, maybe you would just, you know, maybe people? you would just, yeah, maybe <laughs> you would just get with whoever the hell asked. But like yeah. this, this was kind of this was it was weird because they only actually. They, they explore this ridiculous relationship only in season seven. It feels like they were running out of ideas yeah. and, and they only actually explore it like in three episodes. Cause of this up, like the first episode is pa- like this parallels where Worf is like sliding into different parallel realities. And one of them, he realizes that he's married to like Troy, but that's not real. So that's not yeah. actually a thing. So he just comes out of it. He's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess, I guess in that that one, I kind of we were together. So but he sees, but he knows that Troy's an option, right? He's like, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> then, then there's another episode, like a while later, where it's called Eye of the Beholder, where uh, Troy wants to. Uh, she has like it looks like her and Worf has like spent the night together and had breakfast, but that's not real either because she's actually being she's actually in this kind of psychic <laughs> cloud of some some guy that's committed suicide right so that's not real and then <laughs> and then the only the only time they actually see anything he's real... in some psychic cloud of some guy that's not real I don't... oh i can't the, I can't t- the tng no but the, t- the tngness of that we love it no i mean i mean it was some some guy that committed suicide he was a telepath or an empath or something, i don't know and then the last <laughs> one was was just the final final episode final episode i think in this in the finale he would they were like there's some scene where they're like walking together yeah. and that's it and it was so, such a weirdly it's such a it's it's like they came up with this idea then they barely explored it yeah and 
they they didn't earn it at all because they didn't put in any development of the characters. And it's so it's so weird to me. And it took me down this it took me down this this whole track of like like trying to understand why they did it, you know, (laughs) and what what the basically the various cast members thought of it. So I, I. I think it's kind of well. Marina Sergis thought it was thought it was horrible. Riker <laughs> thought it was horrible. Most of the crew thought it was terrible and yeah. didn't make any sense. So it was weird. But I don't know. What what did what did you think of it? Were you were you a Troy Wharf shipper? Who did I ship? Yeah. Was I was I dwarf or was I Dryker? <laughs> um, no, I I think I thought it was stupid. I thought it was like. Um, what does it say about Riker? Like, what does it say about that relationship? Is that relationship done then? Because, you know, that was all kind of like set up, the whole Imzadi thing. Um, and it would have just made so much sense if they did just get them together in the last season. Um, yeah. Or at least if the Wharf troy thing was a, a prelude or kind of like a, a setup for Riker actually getting with Troy. It was like, no, I, I don't want Wharf to get with you. I love you kind of thing. And even yeah. do that. They just did a weird like little bit of Wharf thing. Like a lot of TNG character development, very underdeveloped. So yeah, I was I was definitely just thought it was stupid. Um, I also just don't think that Worf would be that into Troy. <laughs> like, um, no. and and when he, obviously when you see him again with Jadzia, like that kind of that relationship makes sense. Like that is a good coupling, and and maybe you know it's earned as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I thought it was so stupid. And I remember it kind of like it happening and just being really confused and also being like, have I missed an episode of TNG? Like where they they kind of became close. Like they suddenly just like each other. Exactly. It yeah. felt like they really just decided to skip all the scaffolding and character development that would have led to them being in any way close <laughs> and just got them together for the hell of it. But yeah. it, it, it didn't really, because I guess his other kind of love interest was Kayla, the other Klingon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, 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 uh, Alexander's who, mother? yeah. Yeah. And 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 again, it just that that kind of makes sense. And all I was thinking was, I guess you know, like you say, like if you're on a ship, you're like, I don't know, nine hundred people or whatever. Not that many. Maybe you just maybe every now and then you just you know you decide oh, I'm going like, to have to sleep with this person because but think about how hard it would be for Troy and Riker to decide where they go on holiday. Like it would be uh, so hard. Where would they go? On? Well, where would they, go? they wouldn't go. They wouldn't go to the Dyson Sphere. I, I don't well, know. Well they, would, well, they would go. They would go to. They would either go, go to, to like to Kronos? They go to Riser. Troy yeah. would make them go to Riser. They go to Beta Z maybe. Oh well, maybe Beta Z. Oh, Beta Z is going to be really nice, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's going to be nice. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's going to be nice. And and then and then uh, uh, Worf would want them to go to Kronos. Yeah. To do some sort of blood ritual. Because that was all his character was in TNG, just doing various, various cosplay, various Klingon activities in in, in his uh, in his free time. Although that does actually remind me of the episode. Okay, so there was there was a very this isn't like a love thing or a relationship thing with Troy and Riker, or Troy and Worf, but there's an episode of TNG where Troy's mum is there and Alexander is there, and they're in the holodeck in this weird kind of children's environment, but they're all like in a mud pool together, and Worf is there, and they're all like hanging out together. So that's I like do a not remember joke. that. When <laughs> when is that? Okay, I can't, I, I'm really struggling to remember why. But there's no, okay. So this episode is um, uh, Luxwana Troy and Alexander Rajenko, uh, like form an unlikely bond, and the episode is that they're both kind of outsiders. Uh, and they uh, like become friends and that's right. like basically the episode but then at the end the all four of and like troy's like helping Riker with like kind of be a good parent to, to alexander and obviously they fail because Riker's a terrible uh, wolf's a terrible brain but like they're in this like weird uh mud pool thing and, no, Riker, re- and wolf's just not getting involved and he like pops this balloon that has like a face on it and it upsets alexander and- i remember this now <laughs> 
and they're all sitting around. One of the weirdest bar. TNG moments. But to be honest, the Loax, the Loaxana Troy episodes are always golden. To be honest, yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, it depends how you see it. They're, they're, great, well, they're great to laugh about. She, she's gold. Uh, she's every at every yeah yeah. But, Sorry, but I took us off on a massive tangent here. <laughs> that's um, totally fine. So we don't we don't we don't need to talk about. Let's anyway. not go down the mud pool episodes of TNG. Yeah, um, yeah. But like I, I, the the point is definitely that it was a very strange thing to. But I do kind of like that they reference it in a jokey way because obviously it's silly and like right yeah. and Troy together now. So it's kind of that was a nice little development of it. Yeah, that was. And obviously was. you know this is already in the in the movies. Obviously they didn't get married, so like that's you know that's kind of a. Uh, you know, an extension of that. So that was really a nice little end to it. Um, yeah. And before they leave the ship, after they've had this kind of strange conversation, uh, they go back to Rafi um, and they find Picard's body, which is just hanging out on the ship. And that they they find that they're trying to not take Picard's body. They're trying to take the the, the irimodic cell, the irimodic syndrome cells out of the body. So whatever this irimodic syndrome actually is, is what they want. It's not Picard. Um, so maybe if Jack Crusher has this too, that's what they're looking for him for. But yeah, yeah, that, that's, which, that, yeah that's what they they said. Again, for. again, really, no one is no one is on this ship. No one's doing anything <laughs> on this ship. I don't know what's going on. on there was one Bell Scott alien, and then they're just kind of hanging that's out. That's, the that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, so so but just to be clear, they're taking out the Aram, the parts of his brain that were the aromatic syndrome. Yes. is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, so, the so aromatic syndrome cells themselves. But it's what it's whatever they thought because I think data. I think in the previous episode they said something along the lines of, "We thought it was aromatic syndrome, but actually it wasn't. It was something, it was else. something else." Yeah. So, so clearly, but, whatever it actually is is what they want. Um, yeah. Okay. They're, they're just basically establishing that's that whole kind of storyline of Riker getting kidnapped seems to just be so that they can repeat something that happened in the previous episode. It didn't really yeah. have a point because so, they yeah. then just get a they just then get a shuttlecraft back to uh, the Titan. Which you know we now have everything joining up, and Data's obviously taken over the ship, so they can all fight back from their various positions. Um, and we have the Titan to fight back, like the end of the, the Act Three, end of the episode. Yeah, um, we have a few different things happening. <laughs> we have Raffi. <laughs> oh. This is my, this is my low light. This was a we low have light. Raffi versus four bird skull aliens, and they've all forgotten their weapons. All of them. Then no, no one has a phaser. So Raffi has to use her newly trained wolf skills of fighting to <laughs> take these people make- out. It didn't make any sense. And I really, it's a, like a real bugbear of mine when they do yeah. that in shows to just oh. forget that they have guns because it would be more cinematic. It's, yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. Like just, just, she should just shoot them. Yeah. Yeah. Or they exactly. should shoot her. Yeah. <laughs> it's anything. There's literally anything, especially as we've earlier have seen these same, probably the same four bird skull aliens hunt down those ensigns. They've now just like put their weapons down and they're just going to go and fight Raffi hand to hand. It is. It was silly. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we also uh, one thing I did like though was that when Raffi and Troy are kind of together on the ship, they do bother to go. Okay, these two characters haven't been together yet. Let's let's introduce them to each other. And so they kind of go, "Oh, hi, I'm Raffi. Hi, I'm Troy. This is weird. This is crazy." And that would never have happened in previous seasons of Picard. In previous seasons, previous seasons of Picard, you had just so many random characters just hanging out together who'd never spoken to each other, and it didn't yeah. make any sense. So that was cool. Yeah. Glad they did that. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> we obviously now they've kind of got more control. Uh, Jack Crusher on the bridge. Uh, he, you know, he, he seems that they've got control. It turns out the thermal detonator is actually a, a transport device. Sorry, a, a force field device, and he puts a force field around himself and Seven, and then goes Picard now. And then they 
depressurize the bridge and get rid of Vadik and all of the other Berzgalilians on the bridge out of the out of the view screen into space. I did yeah. not know that the bridge opened up at the front. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know a number of things. First of all, I didn't know that the the bridge opened up. Why would there be an escape hatch there? <laughs> it just doesn't feels feels dangerous. It makes no but sense. Secondly, secondly, I like the idea that he ran out saying, "I can give you time." You know, he ran out. <laughs> yeah. I actually, then he must have run back in and been like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, <laughs> I actually needed to explain parts of my plan to you before. <laughs> Just to be before, clear. Before I run out there, because you're actually an important part of my plan to buy you time. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I'll, I'll just come back and explain that to you, I think. Yeah, no, it was it was it was like very kind of deus ex machina, wasn't it? It was like, aha, yeah. it's actually not a bomb. It's actually a, a force field. Yes. Um, yeah. But, but so they, they did. They, it's a, but data, yeah, so data took over it. They de- they they data took over the ship. So then they yeah. decided to depressurize the bridge. Yeah, and then and then Vadik, Vadik just dies. Yeah, well, well Vadik goes, <laughs> goes fucking solids, which I thought was a great line. Yeah, that um, was. I do I do enjoy. <laughs> so yeah, I know. So like, I'll get the, we'll get Vadik dying in a sec. But the line, the, the last thing that she hears is Seven of Nine going, "Get off my bridge" or whatever it is. And like Seven of Nine, you've done nothing. Like, <laughs> like you just you just kind of like stayed around and said the line. Um, yeah. And then later yeah. on, when Shaw comes back in, she's like, "Your bridge, Captain." And it's like Seven, you did nothing. Like, stop pretending you did this. Like, you didn't yeah. do this. It was all Jack. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, Vadik. What did you think that Vadik is now okay? Oh, and no. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this with maybe dead. I really, I thought, I thought they tried to make it extremely, extremely clear that Vadik was dead. <laughs> like, like to the point where she froze and then was, she, she, she got sucked into space, froze, and then hit the shrike and exploded into a million pieces. And I, and I, I was like, wow, okay, she's definitely dead then. Um, yeah. But, but you, maybe. but you think she can come back from being exploded into a million pieces? I, re- I, I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know. I think, well, look, she's a changeling. And I was I was actually watching this and I actually watched this episode with my parents uh, over the over the Easter weekend. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh, it'd be fine. Changelings can, changelings can survive in space because I swear in DS9, early DS9, there is an episode where they find like another changeling. And it's like a, he's like a big alien thing going through space. I swear that happens. Maybe I've imagined that. But so I was like, oh, she'll be fine. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like just if they haven't vaporized her, she's not dead. I feel like she could still maybe come back i, I think you i think you're extremely optimistic <laughs> there when she was uh, but but it, but in general i thought it was a bit of a shame to to end yeah. her now um because yeah. i kind of mentioned uh, i have enjoyed the fact i like i liked your comparison earlier bellatrix the strange in star trek <laughs> star trek bellatrix the strange feels yeah. quite accurate but i think she has been been good like quite a compelling villain yeah and you know unhinged in a sort of interesting way yeah so it's a shame she just sort of it feels like an end point doesn't it it feels like kind of a bit of a a a damp squib ending for vatic yeah 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 exactly i wasn't sure about that so that 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 was a bit of a shame to me Um, yeah no yes i think same i was i I kind of wanted her to kind of go to fruition and have some roles still because i actually had got to the point where i was enjoying her character and now she's gone so it's like oh that's a shame yeah um and now but you're gonna wonder who. Now you're gonna wonder who is the villain now. I guess, well, yes. you know, the single villain, because I guess it's the the guy that she cuts off her hand to speak to every now and then. Yeah. So there's there's clearly like a changeling leader somewhere. We think it's a changeling anyway. It's someone in her mind, right? Um, quick question. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Did they take Picard's body off the Shrike before they blew it up? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't believe so. Um, <laughs> did they? Did I they? can't remember. I can't remember. I've, maybe they did. Maybe they did. But I just. I just. 
if I love if they haven't, that's very funny that they've just blown up. <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, so you know, the, the ship is back into control of of the good guys. Uh, we have the whole of the TNG crew on the same ship for the first time in a long time, and um, we have uh, Troy, you know, going back to her archetypal role of feeling things and going there was a there was a darkness on this ship i think it's time i met your son picard and it's like that okay was, all right that was very annoying uh i was like this is a very you're being very vague troy you know yeah. use your words and and say, say it a little bit say it a little more detail please yeah. uh it was yeah. classic vague troy. crap yeah classic troy um and but we did have a nice moment with geordie and data where uh geordie is like i'm thankful for having uh, having you back Data tells yeah. a joke, which was great. And Data yeah. says that he's uh, one thing that will never change is he's uh, thankful for his friendship. Lovely moment. Lovely it moment. It was. It was. Absolutely not overdone. It. Not overdone. Like, it was good. Nope. Yeah, good. yeah. Yeah. Actually, not overdone. Uh, notably because they say it, they do a little smile and then they walk on. And if that was yeah. Discovery, they would have cried at each other for 10 minutes. Right. So, it, uh, yeah. No, it was good. And you're like, yes, that's probably how, how you'd have that moment in real life. You, exactly. You, know, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't. You've got stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, and, and also they, they so they, they Geordi and Data go to the uh, the ready room. All of the TNG cast are there. They explain the whole Data death thing. I'm glad they did that because obviously there was a whole payoff of season one of old oh, Data wanted to experience dying, and they've completely undone that. But they've gone. Oh, that Data's like that's a different version of me. He is resting peacefully. I want to be nowhere else. I'm happy to just let that go. I'm happy to just be like, fine. They, new Data is here. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I was I was fine with that. Um, and, the- and they, they talk about how <laughs> how they've all like <laughs> missed each other. Uh, there's some nice little bits. I enjoyed the Troy and Crusher thing. It was a little bit twee, but I enjoyed the whole like, oh, I've, t- I've I've spoken to you when you're not there, and I've missed you and stuff. That was that was nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and saying he wanted to send that send, them heads. send heads to them, but it would have been passive aggressive. Another great. Line. It, it was. It is interesting how they have turned Worf into the comic relief. The comic relief <laughs> of this series, and I was yeah, wondering yeah. about that. Like, it's interesting at whether they just decided actually your character works better. Yeah. Or, or it would just be funnier if we just really leaned hard into a completely at peace with himself, Worf, who's, who's, you know, become very, as you say, sort of millennial in a way. <laughs> yeah. And that, that is interesting. He definitely, he definitely bakes sourdough, Worf, I reckon. Oh, absolutely yeah. now. I, I, but I hope, I wonder if he's, I, like we, we talked about a spinoff. I wonder if he's going to be in a spinoff. I would love I it. Yeah. I think it would be, I think it would be a good spinoff. Um, I think they'd have to, they might have to, if he was going to be the main character, they might have to switch back to a bit of a DS9 yeah. Wolf or he can't be so kind of just he, jokey. Yeah, he needs a bit more depth to him than that. But it yeah. works well. It works well for, for, for this. Because anyway. he's actually like such a complex character in DS9. Like when I watched Way of the Warrior that, that time when we were a few weeks ago, like he's really like struggling with a lot of stuff and he's actually a really well-acted complex character. So he's not just oh, yeah. this kind of um, ninja figure who quips, you know. So yeah. But yeah, it, it's yeah. working for this this show for sure. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, but yeah, no, it's nice to have them all around the table. I love how Seven of Nine and Captain Shaw just aren't involved anymore. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, you weren't past the original TNG cast. We didn't need you to see. Can you yeah, just go well, away? Could Could you please just step out, actually, and, and not <laughs> not please not interrupt us because this is a nice moment for us, even though there's a crisis. They only have like a few hours to get there. <laughs> yeah, Shaw and Seven of Nine suddenly don't care about Federation. They've they've had yeah. a bit. No, they're busy. Um, um, 
and, yes, and, and yeah, sorry. It, it feels like no, no, no. I was like, I was like, when I was watching this episode, I was like, well, we're getting towards the end of the episode now. There's only like, <laughs> there's only like two two minutes left. I and did I actually look at the time at this point. And I, I was like, oh, I no. still don't know who Jack Crusher is or no. what's going on. Well, I feel like we we did we did actually miss. We must have missed a bit at some point because he. You mentioned your first conspiracy theory. Yes. Where you think he's a changeling. Yep. And then he has a, a scene where I forget exactly where in the episode is, where he basically says, I'm not a changeling. How could I be a changeling? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I've I, never changed into anything. I've never changed into anything. I've been this all my life. If I was a changeling, I would. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And and so that to me was like, okay, I, I guess you're kind of rowing back ro- like i guess the writing staff when they were making this episode thought mm, he seems too much like a changeling let's let's just row th- row back on that and make it make it really clear that he's not so yeah. i took that to be okay fine he's not a changeling um, yeah yeah um, if only we if so that's another thing he's not if only <laughs> if only they could actually tell us what he is and stop an dancing hour. around well, the true nature of his character i think that i'll tell you what sam i think they started to and my my second conspiracy theory is coming in here so all right yeah. Um, Troy has this weird Betazoid seance with Jack, which I didn't know was a thing they could do. I thought they just were empathic, but okay. Um, uh, and she sees the red door and everything else. And she says that the voice that is in Jack's head is ancient and weak, but not his own. Right. Yeah. That's that's those are her words. Um, uh, but they stop short of telling us what actually happens. And that's the end of the episode. Okay. So I've just, I just suddenly, this suddenly clicked. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. So Jack Crusher, right? Red eyes. Yeah. Possesses people. Uh, in cahoots with the changelings on the other side of the wormhole. Um, ancient voice. He's a, he's being possessed by a par wraith. He's being possessed yeah, by a I bad, agree. by a bad uh, prophet. Um, it makes so much sense in so many ways. Um, I went back and checked what happened just to make doubly sure with the, with the par wraith at the end of DS9 in the final episode, Cisco tackles the cart off that flaming volcano into the into the fire, and they say, "Oh, what?" The, the, they basically just vaguely say, "The par race will never will not come back now." Um, yeah. So it can be very easily undone. It makes sense that if they're closed off from the Alpha Quadrant, they would interact with the the Gamma Quadrant. It makes total sense. Um, yeah, there's so many things here that just add up to he's been possessed by a par race, um, and it's like slowly trying to take control of him. Uh, he's oh, basically absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. And I was thinking the bit where it kind of now makes more sense when they are talking about where Vadik is talking to Jack Crusher and saying, I want, you know, I'm seeing your power. I want, you know, we want your power. Yeah. And that makes sense if the parades then became allies with at least part of the changelings, not all of them, but maybe this sect or whatever that were. Yeah. It That makes a lot of sense that the parades yeah. would do that. And Comes then... Go some and then there's something I guess in Jack Crusher and Picard that means they have some sort of access to to I guess wherever Cisco sealed them. I don't know. I don't yeah. quite know how that works. I but... don't know how that fits together yet. Yeah, but I th- I think that it definitely feels like that 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 the par wraiths or the prophets in some way are involved. It. I, I think agree. that's the basis. I don't. I, I don't. Again, you're totally right. That is a hole in it. I don't understand how that matches no, up. It's not, a hole. it's not a hole. I think I think it's just unexplained. And it does feel like yeah. that, again, there is an absurd amount though, because because if that is the true, the true sort of yeah, that is actually what's going on. They've yeah. got two episodes to unpack that. 
<laughs> which feels like a lot to unpack in two yeah. episodes. But I do agree that the parades, based just based on the fact that their eyes are red, and yeah. we keep seeing he, their well, eyes possessing being people red. as well. Like that's that's he's just possessing that's people. What they do. It, yeah, it yeah. feels it feels a lot like the parades at this point. Now, 100%. my also my, also sorry sorry just yeah, a slight thing I've just thought of. Yeah, maybe the red door is reopening the wormhole. Sorry, continue. Oh, that's interesting because <laughs> I was going to say maybe the red door is the transport rift. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, my, god. oh my god! And uh, let this bog stuff go. I will not. They, they. It doesn't make any sense. Why would they introduce that at the end of season two if they weren't uh, going to come back to it? Well, so maybe. What I want to say is, like, if this so, pays off, Sam, I will be. I will be like. I will, oh, I'll bow down to you. I will be so happy if, if it is something to do with the Transwar Rift. But, like, I really honestly do believe that the Transwar Rift must have something to do with this. Like, maybe that is the way that the Power... What I was thinking was, maybe that's the way the Parades would return. Yeah. Maybe they can return somehow through this Rift. Because the, the Borg said that they didn't understand it. Yeah. So it's something weird. It's something very, very odd. Maybe they can open something, but... Jack Crusher needs to open the door for them or something. Or, or there needs to be some way to like create a firm connection so the parades can enter the, the the back into the Alpha Quadrant. Well, what if what if uh okay, so okay, so, so to buy into your theory for a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have this transport rift, we have the we have uh Girardi's Girardi's Borg protecting it, right? Yeah, yeah. They need to fight this Girard. This they're they're basically like a padlock on this thing. Um What's in Picard? It isn't irobotic syndrome. As I was coming back to saying in a previous episode, it's Locutus. It's like the the, the nanobots of Locutus. They need um, Locutus or something to do with his Borg past to fight the Girati Borg that are in the way of this transwarp rift so they can open it, to get him out of the way. So like to control it so they can open it. That would make some kind of sense. Right, right. No, no, no I think that does make sense. So they that's what irobotic syndrome is. They want to take over... The rest of the Borg, because they know that if they try and come through, the Borg are going to stop them. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, and so that, that with Locutus, they might be able to control the Borg, or they might be able to control the ships that are all linked together, like the Borg or something. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you know? Do you know what? I in that in that two minutes, I've gone from thinking you were mad to thinking you might actually have something here. I uh, I <laughs> I like. I mean, I think you've got to feel that again. We did so just just like really round up what we don't know. Yeah. We don't know key key things. We don't know with two episodes to go. Yeah. We don't know Jack Crusher. We don't know nope. what's going on with Jack Crusher. We don't know why. We don't really know who who the who the what the changelings want. No. Nope. Um. Or what what they're really after. We don't know what's going on. Anything about Frontier Day. None we have it. ideas. We yep. don't know what their ultimate goal is, other than to maybe destroy the Federation. Yep. We don't know. We don't know where Laris is or what's happening to Laris. She must be so bored by now. <laughs> I I think Laris is is gone from from this <laughs> from this series. I don't think Laris is ever coming back. Lar I, I still think Laris will come. I still think the last the last scene of, of episode ten will be Picard sitting down um on the beach with Laris at this this retirement we home they're going to. Well, I hope so. We we don't know what's going on with Picard. We don't know why they stole Picard's brain. No. Uh, or Picard's body. Um, well, what's going to happen with the Data character as well? I feel like that needs to be resolved as well. You can't just have Data back and that just be the end of it. But that feels like what's happening. Uh, yeah, and then and then we 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 do not know what the Borg are coding. So there's, there's too <laughs> much. There's too much there. There's so much there to to unpack in 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 what you would assume a couple of episodes that will be relatively heavy on action. And what, um, yeah. And we, we we also don't know where Tuvok is. Uh, Tuvok, something's happening with Tuvok. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about Tuvok. Tuvok. There's gonna there's gonna be the Janeway reunion. Oh, 100. Uh, oh, that, I I think well, yeah. Okay, so 
Yeah, I know. Okay, Jenny, so, yeah. I know she's said she's. I know she's said she's not going to be on it. Oh, she is though. But she is. She's so she's weird. She's already yeah. voicing someone in Prodigy. It's so set up for it. They've said. They've said previously that Admiral Janeway is probably busy with Frontier Day. Hundred percent. Um. So just before we get on to kind of maybe predictions, you've got uh, five bars of cold pressed latinum, Sam. How many ep- uh, latinum bars are you giving this episode? I'm giving this episode. I, th- I was going to give it four, but I think after discussing it, I want to give it three and a half because yep. I enjoyed it, but I was also I was also annoyed that uh, yet again we are nowhere closer to understanding <laughs> the main points of what's going on, and it yep. feels like we're dancing around this a little bit now. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think I will give it four because I did really enjoy a lot of it. Like I think I just really enjoyed the characters. Um, I actually, because I, I was, I usually sit and take notes uh, for this very podcast while watching, and I had stopped taking notes halfway through because I just wanted to enjoy it. So like, yeah, yeah, that's a sign yeah. of a good episode. And I just went back later and, and took notes. So yeah, um, yeah, I think like I'll give it four. I think like it, there's, it's actually quite a high bar consistently this season. So I'm, I'm I mean, happy to yeah, give it that. I, I will um, say that I will say that I'm probably being a little bit harsh in the sense that I was okay. just. I we can just disagree agreeably. I was disappointed with the fact that again we're at the end of an episode, and I was—I literally, you know, clicked on the screen and was like, three minutes left. There is no way we are resolving what what Jack Rusher is now in this <laughs> in this seance. So we, clearly, we're going to get a cliffhanger again. Yeah, and we did. Yep, absolutely. And and, and if, just, if the next episode. If the next episode does not start with them dealing with who Jack Crusher is, oh boy, well I'll be I'll be pissed. Well, let me ask you this then: What is your your one hope and your one concern for episode nine? Well, my concern now is just they just don't have enough time to uh, yeah. to really do justice to any of these stories. So yeah. I I just can't see how they will stick the landing for this yep. season as much as they maybe should, um, yeah. and that is my concern. And I guess my hope is. My well, my hope is the same. Is it's going to be that we find out what is the transport rift? And, <laughs> no, actually, my hope, my hope to be to, is is that I hope the power race thing is true because I actually think yeah. the power race thing would be really cool. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I guess like my hope is that um, Jack Crusher's character continues to get good and continues to get better. Whatever it yeah. is, next episode, I hope that it doesn't ruin his character and ruin the the storyline because. Um, New Trek love doing stuff that's too high stakes and is silly. So I'm hoping that they don't do that. Um, Par Race would be a great thing if they did that. My concern yeah. is we are getting so dangerously close to getting Cisco to come back. And I love Avery Brooks. I love Cisco. I love Deep Space Nine. Do not do it. Do not bring him back at the end of a Picard season for like one scene or if just a little note on him. Just don't do any of that. Like just, just don't do it. Um, why so, don't yeah. you want? Why don't? Why don't you want them to do it? Why because do because it? I want because it deserves so much more than that. Like the, the Cisco coming back is is such a would be such a huge thing uh, for every character in Deep Space Nine. I want them to just do like some nice little reunions with Janeway and then just leave any kind of the heavy narrative stuff separately for other shows and other things. I don't right. think they can bring on bring in other elements at this point. Just leave it to okay. There's a par rate, but it doesn't mean we have to think about Cisco or anything like that. And and what's what's weird reflecting on that right is that this if par, if the parades really are who they are, and you yeah. know it is it is that yeah. then this is basically a Deep Space Nine series. Oh, 100%. without yeah. any of the Deep Space Nine characters Apart except Wolf. Yeah, yeah. 
and and that's weird actually like they were basically just like oh there was so much cool stuff in deep space nine let's just <laughs> let's just take that and put put all of the yeah. picard and, and Riker and all of the uh stars that we pr- feel we could probably get people to watch uh and just put them in that context yeah it is weird isn't it because this is basically becoming a deep space nine series it is very strange um and how is Worf going to react to the par race or any of that? Because the par race obviously killed Jazia, his, his ex-wife. Oh yeah. I forgot uh, about that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just think I'm excited to see what happens. They've been building up this frontier day the whole season since the first episode in the bar. So let's just get to it. Let's just see what's happening. Let's Hopefully they it. don't ruin it with whatever Jack Crusher is, but yeah. Last we're going to see these characters as well, probably. At least my, at least definitely Patrick Stewart. So, yeah. and Picard. So uh, be good to hope they do it justice. They've got to give us some good moments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one's, yeah, we'll, we'll be back with you next week. We still don't have a way of signing off, do we, Sam? We still don't have a. No, nor at all. Literally, nor at all. <laughs> Whatever I say, it's going to be super awkward. It's funny because I listen back to, I'm a very awkward podcaster, as it turns out. I listened back to it last week and it made me laugh because you were in your intro last week were saying it and I just rolled over the top of you. You did, you said hi. (laughs) (laughs) With a hello. It's like so whenever I think what I'm gonna do is when you sign off, I'm just gonna roll over the top of you with a goodbye. Okay. Well let's 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 do that then. Okay. So okay. Uh thanks very much for uh, for watching this episode of Talking About Trek. Goodbye. (laughs) That that was perfect. That's great. Bye. 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 Bye.